0: Hey, hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex the live edition and I'm your host Steve V, Stevie if you want to shorten it up. This if is you nasty. If you're oh. nasty. <laughs> this is episode 364 and that giggler that you just heard Butch Queen is Cody Maurice Dorget. I love the shirt Cody. Thank you, darling. Hello, darling. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm feeling happy. It's Wednesday. Yeah, I, I was cooking up a storm a minute ago, Ooh. and my apartment was permeating with smoke. It's like a jambalaya thing I was making. Oh,
1: oh I But love
0: jambalaya. I, I have this problem where <laughs> my mom and I laugh at it, where if it calls for a little spice, I put mm-hmm. three times the amount of spice in Because that's I'm spicy like, like that. That's, yeah, like, that's what like. I like. But I watch it because I tend to overdo it. And it's, it's a problem. I'm in... I'm in, uh, it's a problem, but it's good. Sounds like good to me,
1: okay? (laughs) All right, all
0: right. Well, we are on our vocal from Get Vocal. We've moved over to Vocal. So hopefully some of you will find us over here, our brand new home, which has a few more bells and whistles. We are live every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock Eastern time. And the one thing I want to remind people on this episode, as I was talking about on episode three hundred and sixty three, because we do two shows a week, Mm -hmm. is to go see the film, if you're in New York or LA, of Jonathan Agassi, Saved My Life. It's a documentary. And on this week's episode, 363, I interview the director, who I'm going to meet this weekend on Sunday. I'm really excited to meet him, flying all the way from Israel to do talkbacks about his film. And I'm really excited to meet him. But... Listen to the episode. This is a really powerful documentary. It opens this week here in New York on May 12th, plays all weekend and into next week here in New York. and then it moves to LA on May 20th at the Lemley's Glendale. And it's such a roller coaster ride of a film, very powerful, sexy, everything you want in a documentary about our somebody in our community, Jonathan Agassi. Yeah porn star and it follows 8 years of his life and I it's riveting I so it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I will be there and hopefully take some pictures and get to talk to director Tomer Heyman so I'm excited about that this Sunday. Ooh. Um Yeah, so let me know if you're around, Cody, and perhaps. um, We have an after show that we already recorded coming out this Friday for our Patreon members, and we got Juicy. (laughs) I talked about... When I was a guest on Jack Tracy, who's been
1: on our show, who has a show. what's the name of the show, Cody? Dying Alone guest? Together. Oh, I had to search the recesses of this memory. <laughs> yeah, such a dark <laughs> title. What does that mean, even? Dying Alone Together. The the dichotomy I, of that. I I mean, we're we're all dying. We're marching through life and towards death. We wow. might as well, well. We don't have to talk to about it, it together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm a recent I'm going to be an upcoming guest on their show and I'm excited about that. So I, I, we talked about my experience on that as well as a lot of things. You guys can get our after show it's out this Friday. We do two a month and you can help support Tags podcast simply by grabbing a tier over on our Patreon page at the Twink category and above and it's patreon.com Forward slash tags podcast. Actually, maybe Cody, you could put that in our banner section if you wouldn't mind. If you can figure it out, while I go on to the the next topic. If not, no worries. We're new to this home.
1: Okay, don't worry about it, Cody. Because we have got to talk.
0: We've got a lot to cover on this episode, starting with Jesse Williams. Uh, We have to talk about it. And as I was talking about on Instagram Live, every talk show has been talking about it, but it fits our show the best to talk about this because it is about Jesse Williams is on Broadway right now in the Broadway hit, Mm -hmm. Take Me Out. And it's I saw the original production when it first came out several years ago. It's a really good show about a baseball player and follows him he's a multiracial Mm -hmm. baseball player who's coming out struggling to coming out in as you can imagine how difficult it might be in Mm -hmm. americana sport as baseball he's multiracial so it's really it i it really fits into the trajectory of our landscape today and even though it was written several years ago still is well worth seeing but jesse williams if you don't already know if you're living under a rock (laughs) is somebody uh, posted him naked because there's a shower scene that fits into the storyline of the show Uh and i love our discord channel on our patreon page because one of our listeners posted the naked dick shot of jesse's flopping and it was I've been looking at yeah. it so much, and I'm not one to look at, like, I'll look at our, you know, we do our thirst mm-hmm. trap every week, and I glance at those, and I think because we're so, maybe because we're so used to seeing porn uh-huh. stars naked and, and, and we hard we have one ourselves, I could just, just look
1: down. And it's the same thing we as do, me looking at that picture, but there, I think
0: was it that he was straight was it that we were it was leaked out there's been a lot of leakages lately by the way the supreme court now jesse williams i mean what's going on with the world but i mean it's a eyeful and i've been kind of obsessed with him he's so beautiful he's totally my type too i mean totally
1: my type of guy he's probably everyone's type i don't know who i'm kidding would not love jesse williams he's a gorgeous man i when they put it in the discord chat i have to admit i was all about it i i think i even commented that i was it was like i was like a kid on christmas basically i was in the i was enthralled, enthralled by the, the video clip uh and but after second stage released their statement, the theater where Take Me Out is being hosted at, about it being uh, akin to sexual harassment, I had to kind of rethink things and see. I put my... Well, I think they got think that so? wrong
0: though, because I was, yeah, because I don't think it's sexual harassment. I just think it's, um, mm-hmm. an infringement Definitely type is. of, I don't violation. I'm not a lawyer by any means. It's a violation perhaps because the one thing we should let people know that again, if you've been, don't know the story, if you go into take me out, you go into the Broadway show and because mm-hmm. of that, nudity and it's not just him, it's other I think it's other yep. characters on stage. They have asked because they didn't want it to leak, even though it got leaked anyway, because you know today, they what they did is they they took everyone's phone and you put it in a sleeve. I know this because when I went to Madonna's Okay Madame X tour, it was the same thing. And you check in your phone when you go in and you put it in the sleeve. They lock it. You have and they are they they, it's very safe but they keep it
1: okay
0: they lock it and they keep it you get Mm -hmm. it back at the end of the show and it's totally fine everything's good um actually i think you hold it you just can't have access to it it's totally locked and they unlock it when you come out i imagine this is the same situation because they don't want but like madam x take me out um there is video of people find ways yeah. there's small cameras these days there's cameras the size of you know an eraser that still find their way in people probably put it in their crotch the burnt a burner imagine the irony of I mean, them putting the
1: camera was- in their crotch i just have to say like mm-hmm. yeah it was probably that person yeah exactly and so
0: it yeah. still got leaked out so i don't even know why they bother anymore with that whole rigmarole of locking up the phone because they know, I mean, all they had to do was look at Madonna's Madame X tour and it got leaked. Like the first weekend she went on tour. So all the stuff went out there. I mean, I get it why artists do this, but it's, you know, we live in an age now. The good news, unlike what you were yeah. alluding to, is that Justin Williams was like, Yeah, it's just a body. I'm, you know. Uh, Andy Cohen had a funny thing to say. He's like, do you think you would be saying that? Like, oh, well, it's just a body. It's my work. If you weren't as <laughs> proud or happy with what you got going down there, for sure. <laughs>
1: and I don't, I I can see that. I can see that he probably is very secure in what he, in his physique. At not only not only you that be. you know what we what we all saw but <laughs> the penis the clinical term but also his physique is, is beautiful as well so he should be very proud and i'm going to do my best not to <laughs> i'm going to do my best not to uh sexualize or you know try and harp on it
0: i mean i think he's probably think so, totally too. cool
1: with it it's
0: It's why are we so obsessed? Why is the world so obsessed with it? Because particularly Mm -hmm. us, Cody, not us, but our gay men watching it because we, like I said, have access to porn. We're about to do a little later in the show, our thirst trap that we do every single week Mm -hmm. by straight up gay porn. And we see dick ass all in front of us. Why is it that we are so like hot and bothered by jesse williams is is it the
1: that he we I didn't expect it. that we i got think it's something because th- we didn't know that it would be leaked <laughs> he was packing <laughs> <laughs> oh i i could tell have you seen Grey's anatomies and those scrub, don't hide a lot <laughs> i have not but, but no. i think that it's because it's uh Uh, a high high profile actor and i think it is the fact that we would have never thought that we would have seen something like that from jesse williams because he seems like he's such a above board type of guy like i know who i can expect a a dick pic leak from and jesse williams is not on that list you know, and the funny
0: thing is, apparently he was talking about it and saying he had many reservations. He had to check in with God about even doing this because it is. A bit, I remember when I was in a very small production in Los Angeles and one of the characters was going to be mm-hmm. it was a gay play. Yep. So of course, there was nudity in it. And one of the characters I had my shirt off, which was one thing, but one of the characters ran around naked mm-hmm. in the play. I don't think it had anything to do with the play, by the way. It was just gratuitous, of course. (laughs) And it wasn't the greatest play, but I had a lot of fun. It was my first, like, L.A. stage play. And I remember, you know, the guy didn't have many reservations doing it, but people were definitely talking about the size of it. And, I mean, I think Jesse has said that he had to think about it because, like, was it, integral to Mm -hmm. the part he was playing and it is it works with what's going on if you see the play i know the scene myself because i I saw it it is integral to what's going on and it works but i think as an actor you just have to you know go on and he looks so great that but it is a whole thing to be naked in front of a lot of people we talked about it on the show before going even to the naked beach when i've i was telling the story when i walked down And you have to get it together, like, uh, like, am I going to worry about this, my junk? How is it positioned, or am I just going to go with it? How do I look? It's a lot to just worry about your body in general, and to let that go when you're at. Are you beach body ready in your mind? Much less is my junk, yeah, yeah, or
1: or that, yeah. Good point. But I so I I agree with you. So I think that you know he did a lot of soul searching and I'm happy that he did. I <laughs> for many reasons, I think that, you know, this will only uh impact the play in a positive way cuz I looked at tickets already. I don't know. <laughs> and and they're tickets about to get, they're, I think they're about to go through the roof, so
0: yeah, what are people saying? Because I realize yes. we have a new chat area that I didn't see. And Calidad yeah, go says, with that and he, then we'll move he on. He
1: totally gets what you're saying. Women are going gaga about this beautiful man with a gorgeous penis with a capital P. Um, women are going gaga. The fights will be multi-gender. <laughs> and Blake says, Jesse's hot AF. Yes. Yes. Oh, for he sure. He really is. So I'm glad that he's okay with it, and he doesn't feel like he was exposed inappropriately. That's the bottom line.
0: I mean, he probably, yeah, I'm sure he checked, but he then he looks like this gorgeous specimen. I mean, it's so like looking in a mirror, though. About. And me, if anything, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and you know the funniest <laughs> though, yeah, I was is like, you can not even catch back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, if you're comfortable with your how you are down there, I like I am comfortable down there too. Yeah, just I am. I just am comfortable. What that doesn't mean anything, I'm not saying anything, I just am comfortable with how I am down below the belt and so i would be comfortable with that as well but i would also be working my butt off like for the rest of my body too um so i probably wouldn't be it it, if it worked with the character and tickets are through the roof right now people are of course going like you look for tickets people there it's gonna only help him in the long run it's nothing bad and unlike um we let's do a follow-up story. There's an actor that goes by the name of Garrett Uh Clayton. You might know him. I saw him him in King Cobra. Cody.
1: Did you watch King Cobra? I did. It was good. Is it? So who does he he play? Really, really good. He plays. It's about Brent Corrigan. And it's, it's adult film star Brent Corrigan. Okay. And and it's about his coming up when Brent Corrigan first started doing porn. He He wasn't of legal age, and it's about how he got seduced into doing porn.
0: Garrett Clayton um, doesn't want to be pigeonholed as the hot guy who walks on stage for a couple of lines, shows his butt off, and everyone calls him a slut. As he told Queerty recently in an interview, quote, I've worked really hard to have a well-rounded resume right now i have to hold strong in the kind of performer i want to be and respectfully say that i don't want to keep doing the same thing clayton's fear has as being viewed as a slut perhaps in part stems from an onset experience he had while filming king cobra mm-hmm. quote i was challenging myself mentally saying this is a character this isn't me it by the way he's gay just in real life just Yes. To get that out of the way. Jesse Williams is not. There's a yes. parallel we'll make a little bit in a minute. He writes, it's okay. It's. It felt very vulnerable to be pretty much nude and insinuate sexual acts with basic strangers. He explained, most of them were respectful, but some of them really got to me. At one point during a shoot, I was on the couch with two men on either side of me, and they started making jokes about what a slut I was. They're like, this isn't his first time. I felt like they were talking through me. It really Mm. got to me. I ended up leaving the room. They just wouldn't stop saying such nasty, horrible things right through me as if I wasn't sitting right there. Uh, Wow. You know, in contrast, Cody, to what Jesse... The one thing I think that Jesse Williams is is everything was very professional and they've taken Mm -hmm. every precaution. You know, they are on a Broadway stage about, you know, you would think in a film, but this may have been a small budget film. I don't know Mm -hmm. how it got so unprofessional. Go ahead.
1: Well, james franco is in it okay then well. i did
0: see this movie and we and all know that Christian lascivious J- <laughs> I did see this movie now i so, know i did see this movie okay it's kind of a creepy film and you think I know, so
1: it, i mean the whole the whole uh, i'm just not a fan of james creepier. franco for oh, many re- reasons really?
0: ma- no for many reasons because he's been caught up in so many controversies we could go on <sighs> and on and on when we used to cover the Tribeca Film Festival for another production company I worked for, there was a film, The Adderall Diaries, that he produced that was not accurate because it was based on a real-life New York Times editor. And that editor said, this is bullshit. It's nothing. And I was like, fucking james franco and all his time doing general hospital because he wanted to general
1: hospital because
0: he wanted to go back and teach actors and i'm like oh okay what you gotta teach actors and and or whatever and then he was teaching acting and he was accused of of misconduct with students and oh, then oh he did goodness. gay films like a gay documentary out there that's within our community that was seemingly playing with our community there's too much crap with that him that i can't stand it oh wow no you have really strong, oh there's feelings about a ton. i just go. listed so
1: many things i was like counting there was that was five already i was i like, should probably
0: <laughs> write an article why we shouldn't like James Franco and just, and that's the reason that everybody decide for themselves. I want to read it. I'll start working on it. Write
1: that op-ed. I will, (laughs) but tell us. (laughs) But back to Blake, (laughs) I mean, Garrett, Garrett Clayton, um, being called a slut on set. I think that it's a shame because at the end of the day, Garrett was just doing his job. We all talk about, we talk about a lot on this show about how sex workers should be legitimized and feel like they they deserve respect for what they do even like their job doesn't mean that they don't deserve respect as human beings so that this didn't extend to garrett he was being called a slut made to feel less than while he was on set i think it's horrible so i think that he should really just you know button down and speak up for himself next time this movie i remember
0: was kind of an indie film the thing about it though that strikes me is who was running the show that let this kind of conversation happen i think that he maybe wasn't a big enough actor when he made this movie to feel he had enough confidence to come out and say hey we are in a professional setting Mm-hmm. Why are you talking like this? Because we all hear about actors talking about sex scenes and how mechanical they are and how produced exactly. they are. Where was it? Why was this okay? And why didn't he feel like he could go to, I don't know, somebody, his director, and say, I don't know, but I can, why was this okay to this
1: conversation to be happening? And I think this is before they actually have people on set to act uh administer those sex scenes so i think that maybe this is one of the reasons all the things that go on and on set why they actually have people on set to make sure that everything is above board and nothing is getting too outlandish when these sex scenes are being simulated say that three times fast
0: sex scenes (laughs) being simulated yeah it's hard (laughs) i know but it sounds like he has he needs to work out some of the stuff because if he's Now, just barely. This movie came out a while ago, and if he's still talking about sort of the trauma and how he really wants to distance himself from playing any character, you know, we talk so much on the show. You're not a big fan, Cody, of having straight characters like a Jesse Williams play gay. Okay, but unless they
1: show their dick, apparently, (laughs) that's not not it. it. I was going to let you finish your statement, but I think that the reason that i have a problem with straight people playing gay is because it limits or it kind of excludes gay people or people from the lgbtq culture from playing parts in general if if gay people and people from our community are being given parts i don't have a problem with it as long as they're doing justice and and not being like what you say james franco is allegedly doing and making kind of making fun of our community not
0: making fun probably not okay he's, but just I'll, I'll find the right word that okay. he's had to me exploited stories ah, in the past yeah. not just it's gay that. not just gay but i mean he's been accused of having a relationship with students when he decided to become a professor at, mm-hmm. of acting and so this is these are major allegations that are out there oh, I'm sure. not yeah these are out there but in terms of this guy I think he should do some you know be, he's doing these interviews talking about how you know that was such a horrible experience he is a gay actor and does he want it to...
1: out when this when he was making this film or when it was when it came out even he came out after. Yeah,
0: but he's in this interview still talking about how he doesn't want to play any of those types of roles anymore where yeah. it would be sexualized, which is fair. But then, so what do you say to that, Cody, when if a gay actor doesn't want to play and what if a straight actor that's willing to play gay and play one of these roles that's very hyper-sexualized, are you going to be like, no, because maybe some of the gay Gay actors these days are like want to distance themselves from
1: appearing. I, I think that as long as gay actors are getting jobs and making sure that our stories are being told with respect, then I don't have a problem with it. Let's move
0: on though. Um, because there's a brand new show coming out. I know you're really excited about I'm it. So
1: excited. There is
0: a brand new show on out t- out dot TV called go, go for the gold. It's a competition series Ooh. and it's going to be a lot like from the previews. I will post this on tags, the trailer for it. It reminds me a lot of RuPaul's drag race. Like they yeah. kind of took the blueprint, if you will, for RuPaul's drag race and put it on go, go dancers. How many contestants are there vying for this? I believe, I don't have that story up, but there's about 12, is it 12 Go-Go Dancers, Cody?
1: I'm looking it up right now.
0: Okay. It's a new reality competition series um, where they write, and think drag race, but instead of wigs and gowns, they're wearing G-strings and harnesses on outtv.com coming out later this week. And one of the Go-Go Boys will snatch the crown in none other than a multi-straight-up award. Um, They'll they'll get to win. There's going to be judges. One of the contestants I'm really excited for is Greg McKeon. Because Greg McKeon, uh, if you remember, a while back I had, when we were starting our live streaming, before we started this show, we had a intermittent show cody if you remember mm-hmm. called sex I do. With, it was called sex with stevie
1: oh he was on sex with stevie he
0: called in yeah this was a fun show Aww. that we did way back when interim. in that interim show i remember greg mckeon called in to talk about his only fans and what it takes to create and sustain a successful only fans And he had some, he was really awesome on the show. He was self-deprecating. He talked about his boyfriend. He talked about just what it takes to make great content. And so I'm so for, I'm voting for him. But what's your favorite things about this competition that you see in the trailer that you're going to want to watch?
1: I think Greg McKeon is a judge. I don't think he's a contestant. There are 12 contestants. 12, okay. Oh, is he a judge? I think he's a judge, yeah. Did I say Um, that like I was from Britain? (laughs) (laughs) You got your Madonna voice on again.
0: (laughs) I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, okay. (laughs) I can't wait for this show, basically. I'm familiar with a lot of the go-go performers, you know, from church. We all go to church together. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and the host, Johnny McGovern. I know him from Hey Queen TV, Rest in Peace, Lady Red. And this show looks really entertaining. And I already have my, my favorites, Ken XY. He's beautiful. Agama Baez, beautiful. You I I cannot wait for this show to come out. And there looks like they're gonna there's gonna be drama and i can tell you tea because i you know i did my internet snooping and i kind of figured out some tea that could possibly go on and some drama that could possibly
0: let's do a watch party Uh, as a former go-go dancer in the 90s y'all i can attest to definitely drama and we put on shows like not just go-go dancing but i remember and as a good go-go the thing is, back, I'll write, we'll do a whole segment on this sometime. But to really make a good living out of it, at the time, you had to work various clubs, and every club or bar had a different criteria of what you were doing. So there was the club experience where you had to get on these like six foot high boxes mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. like, gargantuan that you had to like climb from a ladder and it was this whole thing and you couldn't get tipped and then there was like the strip pole ones where you would like show it and be working the crowd and get a lot of money and then there was ones where we put on Uh shows like choreographed shows like the candle wax dance which was oh. really hot and sexy i the gotta t- see
1: you could go go for the goal i'm
0: not doing no, that this is my old <laughs> but i do think there was a period in go-go dancing where it went down like nobody cared about it and in the last several i don't know seven to eight years i'm making this number up we've embraced it in all its glory and yeah. i'm here for it. W- one of the things i like cody about the trailer is that it's putting them in a competition and it's different body types and sizes. Yeah.
1: And colors. So what did you think about that? I love that. And I love that there's so much diversity in this cast. It's just making me love how inclusive and celebrating, celebratory of all bodies. And I, I think that it's a, I think it's so great shows like this shows like Lizzo's watch out for the big girls and hot house, which is also on, I watch all the shows, which is also on out TV. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the body inclusivity and the inclusivity inclusive, I can say inclusivity it. inclusivity of all colors. I love that. Oh. Blake says, now we got to figure out how to watch out TV. If you come to Steve's house, we can watch it. <laughs> I'm inviting don't... people over your house already. <laughs> Does Blake live in New York? I don't think so. I think he I lives in Kansas. He... I don't want to say where he I lives. forgot where he said. Yeah. Let's not like out our listener here. I almost said Atlanta. it. Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, um, Blake lives in Atlanta. He also says that, uh, yes. Greg McKeon is a judge, as long along with okay. JoJo Guads and Teddy Bear, and maybe one other. And um, El Ray's mother is watching the show with him. And she said, she laughed and when I said, I met them at church. We all go to the same church. She said, what what church do, does Cody go to? I love Mom, it. Oh we my can goodness. all go together if you want to. Hi, Mom.
0: <laughs> happy belated Mother's happy, Day to that's you. That's
1: right. Happy belated Mother's Day. Yeah.
0: Weddings are a big thing right now, obviously. Everybody and their grandmother, if you put it off because of the pandemic, not that we're clearly out of it but everybody seems to be planning a wedding in 2022 and the gays are no different uh what's bennett what's his last jonathan name jonathan bennett you reported jonathan bennett <laughs> i said Benet, but it's jonathan bennett <laughs> i mean it's just your uh, madonna
1: coming out again
0: <laughs> it's my, <laughs> had a very people magazine reported on it and showed their lovely wedding that seems more classic if, when you say Kobe, oh yeah. With tuxedos, of course, they had a lot of looks. My, I'm going to a wedding later this year. Um, my, Yes, in Mexico. And my friend who I went to college with, is the requirement is that you have to wear white. I love that. So it's an all-white wedding. Yeah, but I was like, oh, so do you think that we could wear, you know, like, because I, I wanted to wear like a fun printed top and like white pants he's like no bitch you're <laughs> wearing all white it's like mandatory this my wedding and i i was like the dress code is okay and i'm like what are you wearing he's like i'm figuring it out but you will wear white and he says that is their gift to them because these guys have been together 26 years so i'm like for not having to spring for a gift mm. i will gladly go on etsy and get a really cool white outfit i'm thinking yeah we'll do that what but are you thinking i want to know I'm thinking kind of a yoga drop crotch, India inspired. Look, you know, we'll see. I love it. You know, um, what would was something like
1: that. If the groom, what? the grooms came out in gold and you, it was a white and gold wedding. White and cold people.
0: I mean, yeah, that could be, but what do you think about these themes? Because people are kind of going over the top with their weddings. And these days, Frankie Grande, we all know Ariana Grande's brother. Just got married. Congratulations! According to congrats, congratulations, mm-hmm. congratulations. Yeah, wait a he's got glitter on his eyes and all. <laughs> um, with a, he looks really good in the pictures. He's got like white and his, and he had a. The couple wore one of a kind Dolce & Gabbana tuxedos. Ooh. They looked great in it, but it was a Star Wars theme. So, in the pictures, for whatever Star reason, Wars? apparently. Frankie Grundy is a huge Star Wars fan. And in the back, you got Stormtroopers and Chewbacca. And you got an actress playing Princess Leia, who looks like she wishes she looked like that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a shade. I mean, do you think that, like, theme weddings are going to be the new thing? And are
1: you here for it, Cody? I am here for any celebration of love, as long as the the two people that are celebrating and the people that come are all celebrating and making sure that they are honoring the love between these two people. I'm here for it. I'm any, which way up, down, sideways, Star Trek, Star Wars. uh, I mean, I guess I'm here for
0: it because at least their looks aren't Star Wars out. (laughs) So when they look at these pictures down the road At least they can look at pictures of themselves in their Dolce & Gabbana
1: tuxedos,
0: and it'll be that. The other accessory, which is extra, I think, you know, are they really going to be into that later on? Probably, I guess, if you were – you'd have to – you know, I don't know – is your current boyfriend already.
1: totally into comics like you no, are? He's not. Because he would murder me. But <laughs> he goes to all the movies he, with yeah, you. But he would murder me if we if I even dreamed of saying let's have a Marvel movie wedding. He would not be down for that. Where I personally am a more, you know, simple, traditional type of person when it comes to weddings and things of that nature i could definitely what we discussed in the pre-production meeting i could definitely see having like a drag race themed bachelor party oh Oh, bachelor party okay yeah Yeah. with a lot of white claw (laughs) flowing from the (laughs) raptors. Because you always have it on hand. Uh, you coming? So I think you need to get ready. Okay, don't. No. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, right. To me, I'm gonna just put
0: it out there. Put the leave the themes for the bachelor party. Okay. And how fun would it be to do separate bachelor parties and and document them? Because you know they're gonna be crazy. Two guys and one set of bachelor party and another one. And where would you do yours? Because
1: I'm, Vegas, no. palm spring probably Prom, palm springs for sure
0: i might do puerto vallata just oh, because it's always a party there i mean but i might want to get married there too so i might need to <laughs> have both yeah, there why not i don't even have a guy it's so <laughs> we're planning out LA your race. <laughs> El Ray, who's watching us live, asked, do I have a date to this wedding? I actually do have a date. Thank you very much. It's my Mm -hmm. sister who who bought a place there, and she's going to be my date for the the evening. But I do hear that because my friend, he said there's a guy that's going to the wedding that's single at the wedding that is... Like a Jesse Williams is built like a Jesse Williams. If you know what I mean.
1: A a plus three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I got to find out who this guy is in advance. And I was wondering, should I ask my friend in advance? Should I DM my friend and be like, or ask my friend, should I DM this guy? Like, hey, I heard you're going to be at the wedding or just...
1: Have him point him out at the wedding am I being a little too thirsty? You should follow him on Instagram and like some of his pictures Stalk <laughs> him you have to be you have to go for what you want in life Steve
0: OK life coach I will so I'm going to reach out to I think that's what I should do because he told me he we had a, like a, 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 a reunion weekend recently he came here and he was telling me all about telling me to wear mm. white and how strict that that rule was and then he said oh you'll like one of my friends he's built like jesse williams i'm just gonna say that um i'm like oh really and so but i need to get his info and maybe slide into his dms and be like
1: hey i heard you're gonna be at our mutual wedding. so am There's i to, to where it's not creepy you can definitely say that like I said, I heard you're gonna be at our mutual friends. <laughs> you can follow wedding. him in like so some of his I. pictures, and then when you're when you're there, you can try to connect. I think it's a little bit But I think I should say I don't something know. that we're both gonna That's creepy. I think it is. I think I I hear you're gonna be at the wedding. That sounds like a it sounds like yeah. a setup and I would be like, How wow. you know, how you know where I'm gonna be? You don't know my life. That's what I would say to you. I think this guy knows
0: what he puts out oh. there, and he's one of those. And it's just going to so be if fun. You can send me his so. Instagram.
1: I would appreciate that. Thank you very much. One <laughs> more thing, though. You know what um, I? You know what yeah. I just thought of. That would be a great what theme for a wedding? Royalty. And yes, oh. and you can do all types of royalty. And you don't have to necessarily stick to the queen of England, or you can just do all forms and fashions of royalty. And that's a good theme to have because it's contemporary enough. See, I don't, I don't like all this (laughs)
0: theatrics (laughs) to me. It's just over the top. You know, one of the things he was showing me was, oh, one of the big trends right now is doing these, you know, for the first Mm -hmm. dance. And a lot of guys aren't always so comfortable. I was showing him my friend who was doing a very clumsy dance with his husband in P-Town. And it was just like, I mean, but it was cute, right? Now the trend apparently is doing choreographed dances with your partner. So he showed me these two guys that acted like they were going for their first dance. And one of them acted like he couldn't, he had two left feet. And all of a sudden... The music went and choreographed music went on and they were like, boom, boom, hitting it and like doing this whole like three song choreographed moment that, you know, they were in rehearsals for weeks. And the crowd was going ballistic over it. Would you be into the that's cute? I, I could do that. It's a and lot of work. You know, I could break
1: it out. <laughs> can Joe learn choreography too? And um, get into it? I could I could work it out for him. I could teach him a, a nice could his, you learn uh, the choreography? I am a very good dancer. I'll have you know. I can bust it down. That's I bet Sienna. you are. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the Reddit thread. I think that's cute okay
0: it's, it's not that cute but it's at least it's a long one I'm gonna let you read it <laughs> i should have saw that coming <laughs> i love you steve
1: <laughs> is he busy or he doesn't care at all this is a reddit thread guys so we're gonna weigh in and we're gonna give our opinions um so for six months I am in a long distance relationship with a guy. Recently I have very mixed feelings about him. A month ago we had 2 weeks in our relationship, but he got but he didn't get back to me and fought for but he get but he he tried to get back with him and fought for him, so I dedicated to give him another chance. He de- he dedicated to yes, to give him another chance. But yet yet again I feel very wrong about how he treats me. We broke up basically because he didn't have time for this other guy, and the guy says he was too needy. <clears throat> now, they're in a long-distance relationship, and in the beginning, they all were always communicating. and But now, he's not as communicative, and he wants to know. If he's too needy or he puts too much pressure on his partner and what is going on. But every time he asks his partner, he feels mistreated and he, he feels like his partner doesn't care at all. He says, please help me. Do I overreact? What should I do next time when, when this happens again? And he apologizes for his English because I guess English is not his first language.
0: Right, it's so it's a guy who's clearly in a long distance relationship and wondering if this is mm-hmm. sustainable. Yeah. Essentially, yep. right? Some people wrote. Um, I'll just read you a couple of them and then we'll discuss. One of them wrote, "My opinion may be a little biased, but because I don't think I could handle a long distance relationship, but I think you're definitely a little too needy for one." he probably feels less inclined to message back because you nag him every other day about how he doesn't pay attention to you.
1: That's not right. Interesting
0: choice of words. Uh, yeah. If So yeah, somebody else wrote, I think a long distance, uh, isn't going to work for you. Your needs require more personal touch that being long distance just won't work. That was a more diplomatic way. Oh, yes. I think of saying what the other person essentially said to, um, People had other ways, you know. I've been in a long-distance mm-hmm. relationship before. The one thing that I'll never forget—it was a guy that I dated for a few months, and that—excuse me—that was my phone. My mother <laughs> calling me, and it was a guy that I dated for a few months that kind of reminded me of back. To I was going to say you are. I was mixed I race, like that. Just. <laughs> Oh yeah and we met on a set once but he w- got he was really into astrology and said that there is a chemical pheromone that we all mm-hmm. emit that has to be attended to because over so he later then dated a choreographer, and the choreographer would go off to choreograph for a really mm-hmm. big artists. And their rule of thumb was they could not be away more than two weeks or 10 days, I think mm-hmm. it was, because there is something with our chem- okay. chemistry that even with FaceTime, even with talking on the phone, you lose that pheromone and that chemical reaction that you have with someone. So for example, if you mm-hmm. and I Cody, for the sake of this conversation only ever did this show and okay. we were in a relationship and I'm like, well, I kind of see Cody every week on this show. So I'm good. <laughs> right. For and, and for whatever reason, we couldn't get together. No, it's, It's not enough just to see you in the screen. We need to, after a certain amount of time, he he was into Kabbalah too. And he said, after a period of time, we lose that connection that you initially established with that person and that you're in danger of losing Mm -hmm. that person. So to me, long distance relationships, unless you can really commit to seeing each other every 10 days, every two weeks... Is a losing battle for the most
1: part. I hear what you're saying. What are your thoughts? I can attest to it there being an in-person electricity to when two people are together. So I can I can definitely see your point when when you say when you say that, because when you use the example of us doing the show together, I feel like when we're in the room together, there is an unspoken kind of electricity, even though I feel like it's here as well. But I'm feeling it now. I'm sending it. I don't know what dance I'm doing. <laughs> doing my wedding dance. Okay. <laughs> I feel so. I can definitely get that sense of you needing to smell my pheromones. I definitely can. I understand that one hundred percent. Careful. I
0: want to smell something, but. I'm into certain smells, but not into all of your smells in this hypothetical relationship. Um,
1: I think that with long distance relationships, you have to be very careful because it takes a lot more work. I feel like it takes way more work, at least three times more work than um, when you're in the same city or even within the same vicinity of one another. It takes a lot more communication, number one. So, and I feel like, his partner isn't willing to give him the the sense of communication that he actually needs to feel secure in a relationship. I am the relationship that I'm in right now, I have to bring it back to you're too close. <laughs> I understand what he's saying because when I go so sometimes we go to New Jersey together to visit our mothers or our families. And that time apart, I definitely miss him and I get a sense of losing that connectivity that you that you talk of, that you speak of. And that's and only, only like a couple, a couple of days. days. So if we weren't constantly on the phone talking to one another and constantly on the FaceTiming one another because that's what we do when we're apart, then I feel like we would totally not have that connection when we when we when we reconnect it again
0: yeah i think healthy distance apart from each other is good at times of course
1: uh like he went to work today and i was living my best life
0: <laughs> oh is this what it's like when you go to work
1: i was drooling <laughs> so. around that apartment of yours
0: <laughs> i love it yeah i mean yeah i great. think healthy it healthy was, distance. it was fun during the week or maybe going to visit friends, family, having you've come over here and we've had Kiki and had fun and all that is good. Yeah. But going but to it's really a lot of work, I think, for a long-distance relationship. And I don't know that this guy is really needy. I just think it's really challenging to maintain a long-distance relationship. It's just
1: yeah.
0: not always so sustainable. And the, the other thing is life changes. Financial, like we're living currently in inflation right now where plane tickets are, I just saw, up 33%. So if I'm seeing somebody in California, which I have been in the past, that Mm -hmm. flight, that round trip flight is up 33%, which is already expensive to begin with. And now I've got to plan that into my budgeting, which is now stressful because I didn't plan on that. And it's now, bec- this relationship has become more of a stress-based antidote in my life now that mm-hmm. it just becomes, and it's that much more easy to either A, not be honest and get lost in your life at home or, and let that go a little bit, or something's going to be amiss in the, in the end
1: result. Yeah, I think it, it can be sustainable, but I don't think it's sustainable in this. Situation. The kids are all saying, everything. Uh, "I love that El Ray started off by saying, "My mama said, let that shit go." <laughs> when mama
0: speaks, you listen.
1: I love. I mother. know. I Can we meet her? <laughs> we want to meet you too, El Ray. And then Calidad says, "Doesn't seem like a viable relationship." Guys tend to be different online than they are in real life. And wow. Oh. Okay. And then L Ray says again, not hearing from a guy in two weeks is called a <laughs> Ooh, the
0: there harsh reality of yeah. I know,
1: right? They put it all out there. We were I was trying to be nice a little bit.
0: <laughs> Straight up okay, gay man. porn, which we're a fan of, just a recap of some of the best gay porn stars who took the best photo or videos of the week. And this week, they asked the question, who took the best out of 20 gay porn stars? 20. Sometimes it's only- It was so many. a lot. Yeah.
1: It was a lot. It was overload.
0: Yeah. And our job is to descriptively describe why on this, what turns out to be an audio podcast when this comes out and why we like it. You know, I'm just going to go full throttle. There was a lot of them out of 20. I'm just going to go with a guy who's been on our show before, when we did pick the same one stop it boomer banks (laughs) gets my vote for speaking he makes jesse williams i mean talk about take me out he could take me out with this dick Mm -hmm. it is semi erect semi hard which is kind of he is uncut so you see the skin and the veins and all of that in the bush it's so perfect he's got i don't know what his tattoo says but it's right above below his belly button, right above the bush, and it's perfectly placed. Mm -hmm. He's looking like a badass in a bathroom with these really metallic-looking electric... Sunglasses and like a mohawk. I mean, he looks really badass in this picture, right? Yeah, he was at he a You dangerous. can, he looks dangerous.
1: <laughs> I love it's it. I'm sci, all here it's sci fi at its
0: best. He's got a Blade Runner, it's giving me Blade Runner. It looks like he was at an event of some sort or something because the outfit is fierce, but the dick is juicy and dripping. and luscious thick and plump and per- he, he looks
1: just delicious well who is yours Cody I picked Boomer too I don't it's such a good it's such a good picture and I just want to tell you my fantasy for it are you ready for my fantasy? I am because for me it's the fact that someone could walk in at any minute and kind of discover him with his huge beautiful cock out oh and So for me, he's in the gym, and he's all hot and worked up from his workout, and he just decides to go jack off in in the bathroom stall. But before he does, he wants to immortalize the moment by taking a selfie of his beautiful semi-erect cock. And he has a stall door open and for the world to see because he's not ashamed and he wants everybody to know how hot and sexual and sexy he is. Can
0: we just talk about the fashion though? You know, a lot of people don't know is he he's a designer as well. And he loves fashion too. So he's giving me fashion and it's just amazing. I, I really love it. He's giving, what are people saying? Because, you know, a lot of people I'm looking at who's winning now that you can look at this. He's not even, he's doing well, Boomer Banks, but the one that's doing really well is Josh Brady at 469 votes with a far cry at 268 of Logan Stevens. Logan Stevens is Blake's pick. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's coming in number two currently. You better vote for him, Blake. Why
1: does he <laughs> like him? And El Ray picks Vera and logan stevens is outside and it looks like he's working on a fence and he just decided to take out his uncut cock (laughs) while he's working on the fence all
0: right well we want to thank everybody for playing along so much this does come out um thursday and show notes are out there as well you can follow cody at Mr. Maurice. Forgot to put that up Boom, there. Boom, I did it.
1: L. <laughs> and follow us
0: at Tags Podcast on all social media. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.